Welcome to Shots Fired Podcast with Christy Donnelly and Jack Lee. We chat all things photography, creative entrepreneurship and life. We want to share with you all our tips, tricks and all of our mistakes so you have to make them too. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> hello guys. Welcome back. Hello, hello. We are yeah, recording on. remotely again. I hope um, I hope that intro went well. That's the first time we've actually like synced it together kind of while recording and not post-recording mm. so um <laughs> we don't know how it went we hope it was good yeah, with us <laughs> fingers, yeah. and, fingers and toes are yeah. crossed <laughs> today we're going to go into eight tips to make money as a beginner photographer but first as always we're just going to have a catch-up how's life christy yeah my life is busy very busy at the moment which is really nice being busy but also very overwhelming um but it's exciting. I think this is probably the first, like the busiest I've ever been um, mm. with photography. So I do love it, but it is crazy when you like have everything at once and then you just kind of like, oh, crap. Yeah. <laughs> I need more hands. I need more people. But yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. <laughs> so that's me at the moment, really busy. And also I've got like a wisdom tooth surgery coming up. So I'm like, I realised I have so many shoots that are in like a couple of days before the surgery. So I was kind of like, shit, yeah. I really hope I'm going to be able to um, edit while recovering because like I don't know what to expect for that. So I'm kind of a little bit stressed. Yeah. But should be right. You'll be able to do a bit a just days. the next, yeah, mm. the two days after. Are you getting it like in hospital or in the dentist? Hospital. Okay, yeah. You're going to need a couple of days after to just like be a complete zombie yeah. as you're coming off the anaesthetic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You'll have time yeah, to edit, so but like you will not, don't expect to be as productive as you normally are. <laughs> I know. It's, yeah. We'll see. I feel like it's so weird. Like everyone's just booking into like the same time, which is yeah. great. But I'm also just like, where do I cap it? Because I'm so used yeah. to just taking everything because I've been trying to hustle and like trying to go full time this year for the yeah. first time ever. So I'm just like taking everything on. And I looked at my calendar. I was like, holy shit. Like, I don't know yeah. if this is going to be worth my mental state because I don't think I'm going to be able to sleep for a little bit. But. I'm excited. It was yeah. nice going through my accounts and seeing how much more money I've been making um, in regard, or like mm. comparison to a couple months ago. So it's really it's always exciting. encouraging. Drips and drabs. Yeah. Oh, it's so encouraging, especially after like doing it for so long and never taking a leap to do full time. So mm. when you're starting to see more money from photography rather than a you know a casual job, yeah. like it's such an awesome feeling. So yeah, yeah it's pretty exciting. What about Amazing. you? Guys? Um, I've been on struggle street to be honest mm, just still trying yeah. to find a house like we went and saw two yesterday um and there's like 30 people coming in to view it and we're like how are they ever gonna pick us out of everyone like self-employed like young mm. we're applying with another couple and there's like guys in suits with their families coming in and it's like realistically who are they gonna you know who are they gonna give yeah. it to but We'll see. It you just depends, owner to owner. Yeah, that's what we're doing. Yeah. All the things we've done that. Yeah. <laughs> like sell yourself in this <laughs> we're doing literally all of the things, so um, we can't. Literally, we cannot do anything more. We've just got to keep showing up, keep doing all the things, keep yeah. talking to the agents, keep offering whatever we can, and uh, it'll come eventually. But yeah, I actually it's can't believe times. that it's still happening. Like I remember recording when you're in Europe and yeah. just came up and I was like not stressed at all. I was like, you'll be fine, darling. Yeah, it's been about ten weeks, I <laughs> think. Ten weeks of yeah. trying to find a home. Like it's actually insane what yeah. it's like these days. Yeah, and there's oh, just obviously a lot still going on in the business and everything. So, um, well, that's it. Your life doesn't slow down. You just have more on your plate. Yeah, 
Yeah. Mm. And Richie went to Bali. Is he in Bali so, at the moment? No, he went to Bali like last week. So he he won a trip with Active oh. Escape. So and it just happened to fall oh. on the day where we had to vacate our house. So I wasn't going to be like you can't go. <laughs> so basically, I was moving pretty much everything solo as well. Um, and his oh mum's here, and you know it's just a lot. It's a lot, and the the days in the last few weeks, I have not had two seconds just to myself. Like it's mm. always been thing to thing to thing to thing I haven't been able to sit down and just go like "Ah, I'm gonna read or I'm gonna like you know just hang out it just has not been a second um Mm -hmm. which is not how I want to live my life but everything is temporary and I just have to get through this period (laughs) so that's the goal exactly it's always comes in drips and drabs yeah it's always everything at once as well which we just love yeah Yeah. but But that's life could be worse could be it is life exactly right yep So let's get into this episode. So this is, I think, yeah, this is a very popular topic because, I mean, a lot of people really want to make that jump from um, maybe doing a job they don't like so much or maybe they do like it, but they also want to go full-time photography. And it's kind of like this big overwhelming how, like what the fuck do I do? Mm. Like give me tangible steps. Um, And a lot of the things that people need to understand when they're at this stage is first of all, no one really knows what they're doing. Like we didn't have plans to get where we are. We just kind of took what came and, and did what we thought was right. If it wasn't right, we'd learn a big lesson from that, but you just have to um, understand that it's going to be a grind time. It's going to be tough Mm. uh, and it's not just going to come to you. So as long as you understand that first, we can continue. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I feel like it's so easy just to be like, I'll just rely on social media or something. You're like, yeah. no, there's way more to it. So we've yeah, yeah we've laid them out in some dot points. So maybe if, if you guys are not on the move and you're at home or whatever, grab a notepad and pen or go on your notes and just write down some notes and yeah, see if you can act them. Yeah, you know, do these steps in your life and in your business. Yeah, yeah, All and right. the Number very one. the very most important thing. Sorry, I've just cut you off there. Um, At this stage, like the most important thing is experience. Like you're not just going to jump from, oh, I like taking photos to booking your jobs that you really want to book. You need to be putting in as much experience and, you know, as many hours as you can. It's not just going to come to you. You don't go from this magical stage of shooting for fun to suddenly getting paid for everything. And we Mm. still do, you know, free shoots now and then if it aligns with us. Absolutely. At that early stage, it is a lot of free work and you just have to understand that that's how it's going to be. But luckily, you love this thing called photography. So you're okay with doing a bit of free work because it's fun. (laughs) Yeah, it is. It's really exciting when you get to do those creative free shoots because like, Mm. obviously, you're not going to do a free shoot with just someone that asks you and you're like, I don't really care about them or like their look, but I'm just going to do it, you know. Like, no, be selective with what free shoots you want to do. But I think at the start, don't be selective. I think at the start, do absolutely everything you can. If it if you can physically yeah, do it, so. you have the time and something's there, do it. That's what I think mm. at the very start. Then once at you the have then once you yeah. have a little bit more like if you're sacrificing something to not do that, and I don't mean like you're sacrificing a day out with your friends because you're going to sacrifice that anyway if you want this to work. I mean if you're sacrificing mm. a different opportunity that you might like better. Maybe then be picking start to pick and choose but I think early days when 
realistically, you just have to, like, you know, things aren't falling in your lap. You don't, probably aren't choosing between three different shoots on one day. Do anything you can. Yeah, for sure. If you've got the time, then you do it. But if you've got that much on, don't go for a shoot that you're not even keen on. Although you never know what you're going to get out of it. You'll always take away a learning experience from it. So just get out there and shoot, even if it is just pictures of the grass, just do something. Yeah. (laughs) Learn how to use your camera. Yeah. You want to kick Uh, us off with number one? Yeah. Okay. Number one, get your mindset right. It's going to be a grind, but it's fun because you will love it. So just as I was saying before, it is really all in the mindset. If you have the mindset of, oh, this is just a hobby and that's the way you're treating it, like it's not your full-time job, then that's exactly what's going to happen. You only get um, out of it what you're going to put into it. So you need to hustle. You need to make sure this is what you want to do. This You have to treat it like a job and not like a hobby. Um, and it, everything will flow from there for sure. So making sure your, your mindset is right before you get into this. Because I know for me, like my mindset was completely different the way I ran things um, when I was starting out or even like this year, I've grown so, so much, like just because I've switched it from this is something I get like bonus money, you know, on Mm -hmm. the side to this is my full-time job. If I don't do it, no one's going to do it. And then I'm broke. (laughs) I have to make it work because no one else will. So I think once you switch to that mindset, like, it's amazing. Like you'll surprise yourself as well, like how much you'll grow. Like I know I am terrible, like terrible, like at admin and organization and just all that stuff. Like it definitely is like my weakest point. And I've surprised myself so much this year, like how much I've grown in that as well. Like I was like, oh, I'm getting better. Like definitely not the best, but way better than I was. Mm. So it's just, yeah, it's just your mindset. You can really make huge changes. So Yeah. And also within that mindset, just from the get-go, you have to understand that you will be sacrificing things. You will be sacrificing nights out with friends. You will be sacrificing maybe spending time with your family. Like you will be sacrificing things you love to do in order to make this work. And that's just something Mm. you have to decide if that's worth it to you. Um, I've had people, friends, um, talk to me and say, hey, I really want to get into photography. I really want to get more paid jobs. Um, What can I do? And like, these are services I charge clients for, you know, like coaching, mentoring, like, but I take my time to explain to them a few tips and things that they can do. And I even offered a few of these people, um, these are like five shoots coming up in the next month that would be um, appropriate for you to come and shadow if you want Mm. to learn something and they didn't do it. And that just immediately tells me you don't want it. You want a shortcut. You want to go right to the top, but you don't want to put in the work. That just like completely mm-hmm. baffles me. If someone offered me in my early days where I am yeah. now to come and shadow and even get some some work of their own during that shoot for their own portfolio, I would have jumped at that. I would have done mm-hmm. it 10 times over. And that's that's mm-hmm. a, the kind of thing people pay for as well um, to be shadowing, mentoring. And people didn't take it. So just have the mindset that, no one's going to give this to you. You need to put in the work. You're going to have to sacrifice things and you're probably going to have some sleepless nights. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think when I was um, doing it on the side, I was working two jobs plus doing the photography on the side and I was pretty busy with photography, but I was like too scared to make the leap. Mm. So I was just not sleeping and I would edit through the night in bed and like 
I was getting cold sores because I was so run down. Yeah. I've never had them since. I only had them for yeah. that period of time and I've never had one since. I was like, holy yeah. crap. Like, But I would do it again. Well, I wouldn't do it again. Yeah. I don't want to do it again. But like I wouldn't change yeah. it because I it's knew I had to do took. that at the time. I mean, in saying that, like yeah. when, when we were coming up, it was kind of that hustle culture time of like grind, grind, grind. And you were kind mm. of like put on a pedestal for like doing the all-nighters and things like that. Um, I don't completely condone that now. I think there's a better way to do things. Um, and that is sacrificing things. Like I would pull all nighters and I would do all this. And then I would like go out on the weekend with my friends and be completely useless the next day. So if I had that time again, I would probably not pull the all nighters, be a bit more fresh, get enough sleep. I mean, you will (laughs) sacrifice hours of sleep, but you don't have to sacrifice a whole night and make yourself useless the next day. And then I would probably sacrifice that night out with them instead spend a few more focused hours getting things done and just be much more smart about it. Um, yeah. We've talked about this before. I struggle with the whole work-life balance. Like you should do what you want. Like, no, you're going to have to sacrifice things. You're going to have to work hard, but don't yeah, be dumb about it. And off. like, it's not cool yeah. to not get any sleep because you're editing. Like, let's be honest, you're probably going to look at that the next day and be like, what the fuck was I doing there anyway? And re-edit it all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, be smart. Honestly, some of the- the stuff that I look back on, I'm like, oh, wow, I sat up all night editing that and that's what it looks like. Yeah. Like, literally. Me? Probably because I was half asleep. Like, yeah. Oh but gosh. I do think it, like, I think everyone does it at some point, though. And, like, you learn from it because you go, I don't want to do this again. So now you're more willing to sacrifice those things out with friends because yeah. you know what it's like for all nighter and you know that you don't like it and it's not good for you. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. all right. Number two, you have to own it. And, this means really identifying as a photographer. If you so, if you say to someone like, oh, I work in a cafe, but I also do some photography, then they're going to be like, okay, so is this a hobby? When you meet people, mm. you need to be, you know, really identifying with it. I am a photographer. And when people meet you that way, then they identify you as that. And that's where word of mouth becomes huge. Um, so don't meet people and be like, I'm a professional photographer. I'm the best. I have 20 years experience. (laughs) Be honest about your (laughs) experience (laughs) and where you are and where you want to go, but just show you're driven and show that, you know, you're serious about this and people will recognize you as a photographer, not Mm -hmm. as this person who sometimes takes photos. Exactly. Because everyone's got like an aunt or a family friend that brings the camera along and I do photography on the side. You don't yeah. want to be like that. You want yeah. to be like, this is my job. Like this yeah. is going to be my job. If it maybe it's not yet, but it will mm. be. Like you need to sort of like manifest it. Be like, this mm. is going to be my job. And I know it's going to be my job because I'm going to tell myself that every single day. And therefore you're going to get there. And you're not going to, you're going to yeah. look back and go, oh my God, here I am. Yeah. This is where I wanted to be. Yeah. So yeah, definitely owning it. And you never know what people like, what opportunity they might give you once you say I'm yeah. a photographer. Nine times out of ten people need photography for something. (laughs) Yeah. And honestly, Mm. some people, if they like you enough, they'll make up a reason why they need photography. If they like you enough and they want to support you, they'll be like, I could use some family photos. They will do this. So literally tell everyone when you meet them any social situation at all, always spread the word that this is what you do and you just you never know who is going to book you because of that. Yeah, seriously. Like when I, I worked at a golf club um, 
a while ago and there was like lots of rich members and all the rest and like I never told anyone that I was a photographer and I don't know why I never did and then one day one of the members found out and I, like, I told him and he was like oh and he just wanted to support it he's like well mm. we're going to do like a golf day um and we're going to have like you know all the top dogs like here they're coming over from like England or something um how about I hire you to take photos of them and then that way they'll see your work and then blah, blah, blah. Like he, he was not organizing the day. He was just playing mm. in the tournament and he's like, but I want to support you. I'm willing to pay you money to take photos of people that I don't know in hopes to like help me grow. And I was yeah. just like, wow, that's so nice. So like if I didn't tell him that would have never happened and it happens all the time. Like yeah. when you tell people like, oh, I'm a photographer. Oh, oh, well, I'm, I think I want to get some photos of my dog <laughs> or like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they just want to support you. Yeah. Be like a pyramid scheme people. You know, people that do like, um, like, I don't know. Oils Scam or the shit out of people. <laughs> <laughs> be in the line at the server and be like, hey, do you need photos? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a photographer. Oh my gosh. You never know. <laughs> All right. Number three gonna do whatever you can so I guess that falls under what we were just talking about literally do whatever you can like if there's an event that someone's asking you to shoot and you don't really want to do an event maybe just take it because there's a lot of networking at those events and like be on the ball like don't be there just like hiding in the corner not talking to anyone like you know be around network you don't know Mm -hmm. who you're going to meet at these places like it's a room full of people Mm. There's a room full of opportunity. Like there it's is massive. opportunity in every room. Like you need to work the room though. Yeah. So I actually started I started taking photos for a caterer, like, you know, mm. during COVID when things were starting to open up. And I was doing photos for like I think it was a seventieth birthday party. And I was like, <laughs> Wow, this is so lame. Like I thought it was mm-hmm. like the worst thing ever. But that job with the catering company for the birthday, they then hired me again for a wedding and I was only doing like the catering side of it. So I was just taking photos of their food and stuff at the wedding. But then at that wedding, I met a really like very big um, wedding and events, like very high end um, organizer, stylist, planner, all of that um, in my area. And now because of that, I'm working directly with her to get these amazing weddings and it's it's just yeah, wow. that one link that you need and you literally never know where it's going to leave you. I mean, I probably have like 10 other stories like that of how Same. a shitty yeah. event that I never wanted to take photos at led to a connection with someone that ended up getting a dream job. So yeah. just use it as an experience. Be very pleasant at these events. Talk to as many people as you can. Have business cards. Hand them out to people. Just like be a very likable person do your job well, you know, and make those connections. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You just, you don't know who, you, who you're going to be talking to. So many times talking to someone, you have no idea who they are and mm. you're super casual and you find out they're freaking huge or they have so many connections or they have yeah. a real need for photography, but they don't know who to look for or they've never yeah. bothered. Like some people don't realize they need a photographer for something until you tell them, you put it in their face and go, hey, I'm a photographer. They go, shit, I actually <laughs> really need one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And that goes for like different styles too. Like if you really want to be in fashion and someone's offering you like a food job, I mean, what's the downside? The downside, it pretty much doesn't exist. Like, and that's also a mindset thing. If you tell yourself, I'm not going to get anything out of this, then you're probably not. But if you go into every kind of situation and think, 
what can I get out of this? Then guaranteed you will learn things every time. I still do this to this day. Any shoot I go into, I'm like, what can I learn from this one? And I come away more knowledgeable and more skillful because of that. So again, mindset and do everything you can. Yeah, at the beginning for sure. Like when you're trying to just build your portfolio. At the beginning, yes. <laughs> make money. As soon as you niche down, don't take those shots yeah. because you'd rather spend a day on your business. Yeah. But All we're talking about here is yeah. those early, early days when you early can't be days. so picky. Yeah. Yes, 100%. Number four, be creative with how you sell your services. So um, I think we've talked about this before, but I'm going to tell you again. (laughs) So during COVID when I was like, I wanted to be full-time and I couldn't really have another job because I was working a hospo before I was doing this full-time and obviously no hospo was existing. Um, So I came up with the um, subscription model system, which is kind of taken from software companies Um, So every month they would pay, different business would pay me a fixed amount and I would get them their content for that month. Um, And because it was a fixed amount, it was like a slight discount, um, but it ensured that they're booking me every month. And I guarantee you that these companies wouldn't have booked me every month without that. Um, So that just ensured that I could pay my rent and keep things running. And any other jobs I had on top of that was kind of my supplemental income to do anything else I needed, buy more equipment, live my life, all of that. Um, so that was a good a good one for me. Um, the second one was around Mother's Day, Father's Day, Christmas, I would start to share on my socials um, family shoot gift cards. Yeah. And that was really good for people who, you know, those people who are forgetting and it's getting a bit too close or people who just generally mm. want a more sent- sentimental gift or actually a lot of mums would buy it for themselves. You know how mums get something from the kids for the dad or something? Um, And a lot of mums would be doing that just to get something that they actually wanted and is a bit more meaningful as well. Um, (laughs) So that was another one that actually worked pretty well for me. Uh, And the Mm. final one was getting close to end of financial year when a lot of companies, businesses want to start offsetting, not start, want to, you know, get more expenses out so they can offset their taxes a bit. Um, You can offer services at this time and it might just be like a, you know, right place, right time kind of thing. And people say, yes, I need to spend a bit more. So they can either, you know, prepay a shoot with you or I've had some companies just pay me a fixed amount and say, we'll deduct this off whatever we want to do in the end. Um, I probably wouldn't be doing that now, but early days mm. when you just need, you know, you just need income, these are a few ways you can kind of leverage things and work things a bit differently to work in your favour. Yeah, and I think as well, like, definitely take advantage of Marketplace, Gumtree, yeah. Instagram, like Facebook, like make posts. Like Facebook is like the hub for all mums. <laughs> like post on Facebook. Get yeah. your mum to post on Facebook. Then all her yeah. friends are going to see it. You know what I mean? Like, Get on the community so board. Yeah. yeah, community boards, yeah, Facebook groups. Like I used to do Facebook groups a lot and I didn't realise until I was going through my emails in that last episode we did about the cringiness moments. Mm. <laughs> and I realised how I was getting jobs, like paid jobs at yeah. the very beginning from Facebook groups. And I was like, what? Because there were brands on there that were like, you know, people starting out. Like just post it. Or be like, hey. I'm going to do $50 for a session. Yeah. Like just put it everywhere. Yeah. I went and handed out business cards down the main streets of all the mm. stores and um, 
restaurants and I also put up flyers on bus stops. Like just get creative. Uh, <laughs> Do things people aren't Honestly. doing. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be afraid. And I feel like be uncomfortable. If you're too comfortable, you're not going to get anywhere. So yeah. you don't be grow in comfort. Mm-hmm. Amen, sis. All right. Number five, don't be afraid to cold call or email. So this can feel a little bit spammy, but it's not. Like, I mean, you won't always get a response, but just honestly, mass send out emails um, and just be like, hey, this is how I am. This is some of my work. Like, keep it short. Like, people are busy. Like, the people you're sending this to, they're going to have a lot of emails coming through. Make it catchy in the heading of the email. Have a short portfolio of your best work, not all your work, just your best work. Um, And your best work that relates to what they do as well. Yeah, exactly. If it's food, you're not going to send through portraits. You know what I mean? Like just being selective, be smart about it. And then just sort of like not copy and paste it. Like that's the worst thing you can do as well. Like I've had brands literally tell me like, oh, I had someone pitch to me and they forgot to change the name. So that it was like their last pitch from another brand. And it's like, oh, like (laughs) that's such a a bad look. Yeah, it's bad. (laughs) Sending them out, like just go over it or get someone to help you go over it so it doesn't look too spammy and they're just going to put it straight in the junk folder yeah um i think the the worst thing you can do here is just write an email and i mean again we touched on this last week write an Mm. email that just doesn't isn't smart doesn't make sense is just like very unprofessional so write an email get someone who you know is like quite business savvy or just very good with english you know anything and get them to review it because if you Mm. send out an email to someone you really want to work with and it's just a shit email, you've burnt that bridge. <laughs> so yeah. before you get all this, make sure you have everything in line. Have a nice website, simple. Try mm. not to be too homemade with it. You know, you, there's so many template websites you can use that make them all look professional. Don't try and yeah. create something from scratch yourself because it never looks as good as you think it looks. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> and make sure you have all of that in line when you send the email. So it's like, Hey, this is who I am. This is what I do. Here's a link to my website where you can find my portfolio and everything is set up there for them. They don't have to look for you. They don't have to do any homework to know exactly what's going on. Make it as easy as possible, like having the hyperlink as well in the email. Yeah. So it's like, you can look at my website here, click on the word website, take it to the website. Yeah. Don't make them have to search you don't up. Don't put like, the link in. Just say here, yeah. clickable. Yeah. Yeah. And like at the start as well, when I was, really really bad at emails like it would take me hours to write an email because I was just like couldn't get my language right it was just too casual Mm. and so I got my friend who was a receptionist and she was sent emails all day every day so I was like hey would you mind like writing up like an email template for me for a a few things I think I got her to do like a um, pitch one a response one for when someone reaches out like a brand or something Mm -hmm. um and she did this for me and it was freaking like top notch. I still have it in case I need to use it, which I haven't because I don't like doing the same thing over and over again and then tweaking it too much. But having her just write that when I was really struggling with that, like emails because it was really like affecting my work because I couldn't get jobs because I was like, I'm just not mm-hmm. nailing the email part. So outsourcing that, she was happy to do it. Like most people know reception or so you've got a friend that's loves admin you know what I mean like yeah to help you they would love to help you she was stoked that I asked her like just go ask someone like can you write me a template and then sort of fill out the brand's name and yeah that was really helpful so definitely do something like that if you need amazing yeah Yeah. basically people aren't just going to fall into your lap 
if you're sitting there mm. posting on Instagram hoping that, you know, 20 people are going to be like, oh, my God, can we book a shoot? It's not going to happen. So you're going to have to reach out to people and do a lot of things to connect them to you. You can't just, like, mm. sit there and hope. So the cold calls and emails are a great way to do that. Yeah, I actually um, was talking to a photographer on a campaign recently and he was saying what he used to do is literally like on DMs, he would find any young upcoming model or like literally just any girl or boy or whatever that mm-hmm. just seems like they'd be keen to do photos. And he was like, I proper stand them. But he said he got about 50% of his bookings from that year from doing that. Literally mm-hmm. just like spamming people like, hey, I'm a photographer. Here's my work. Here's my prices. Would love to shoot with you. Mm-hmm. And it, he was like, a lot of people didn't respond, but about 50% of those people actually booked with him. That's a big so number like, too. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So I was just like, well, 50% of his bookings for that year came from DM, mm. so probably not 50% of the, the people responded. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. Um, mm. But like crazy. I like yeah. never thought to spare people on DMs, but it works for him. So you just, yeah. you never know. Exactly. Try it out. Number six, develop a strong personal brand. <laughs> you know all about this now. So we've done other episodes <laughs> on this. We will do more episodes on this. Um, but basically... Mm. Like you you just want to set yourself apart and you want people to connect to you, to know you, to trust you and developing a personal brand is definitely a way to do that. Um, this is one of the reasons why I'm pretty much the go-to in the Sunshine Coast um, or one of them, I would say, is because people just know me, they know my brand, they trust my brand um, and that is just massive. So do whatever you can to do that, whether that's, you know, just nailing your socials, um, whether that's starting a podcast for yourself and just sharing your journey, um, mm. you know, blogging, all of these things. We've talked about it before. You know the drill. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's um, quite important to have, I don't know, maybe like three keywords or something that resonate with you and sort of push those things so you're not, your brand's not all over the place. Um, okay, number seven, develop a marketing strategy. So being consistent on your social media, um, whatever you use, whether it's TikTok, Instagram, hopefully both if you are on them, um, and just being consistent and having a marketing strategy. So you're not just going on your phone and just posting a random photo from a gallery using the same caption you, you've used every other day. Mm-hmm. Um, just really pushing certain things at different times of the year or what is it that you're kind of trying to focus on this month? Maybe you're trying to focus on doing more portfolios because you want to push those in the future. So, all right, I want to get the portfolio bookings now. So mm-hmm. I've got lots of backed up content. Like, I don't know, just be a bit more strategic so you're not just yeah. posting willy-nilly. Like, yeah. yeah. And provide and value. Like, don't just post and yeah. be like, me, 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 me. You need to be like, mm. you know, give people a reason to follow you because especially if you don't have much of a following as you usually don't in the early stages – you need to give people a reason to come along the journey with you. Otherwise, they're just going to be like, who are you? So mm. providing value is a great way to do that. Maybe if you're like, these are my top three things that I like to tell people before I shoot with them. Or this mm. is, if you're a food photographer, this is like one one of the ways I set my settings to get really good food photos. Just provide value to people um, and provide something more than just a pretty photo because – yeah. Pretty photo isn't all the time going to sell that connecting point and it's not going to yeah. bring a whole ton of a community to you. 
I think it it does depend as well. Like maybe for um, your feed. Like I know for me, I mainly just post. Obviously, you're gonna post your best work, but like maybe in reels as well, you could be a bit more giving value. And then your like your posts and maybe your sort of portfolio. Like just kind of have a way of how you want to work it, or maybe in your post. Like, but I you feel wanna, like you're like, also say, an outlier because your work is like phenomenal. You know, if your work isn't the highest level and you're not like if you're just starting out and you're just randomly posting mm. without any strategy, that's to me, you just have no plan. Yeah. And I think as well, um, I see a lot of photographers, their value they're trying to give is like, I don't know, like, oh, this is settings you should use or blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, is that going to help you? Like, is a photographer going to book with you? Like, no, your client's going to book with you. So how do you want to get seen? Like, posting stuff for your clients say for Jack you're doing education so doing that photography stuff actually does help you but for me like photographers aren't following me to know my settings I mean probably they will but then you should share more to do with your clients and the processes so just kind of people understand even it's just like this is how to book Mm. me just things that Mm. people can take the time to understand and read and you know it doesn't have to be every single one but Mm. that's a, definitely a very important factor. And you're right, I do a bit of education as well. So for me, it's more applicable mm. to share the camera side mm. of things and, and stuff like that. Um, yeah, but I just think value is so important these days because we're kind of getting out of this time of like purely aesthetic, even though we yeah. are in an aesthetic creative field, um, people want more. They want some substance. Yeah, because there's so much stuff when you go on your phone you're just literally being hit with that much like Mm -hmm. there's just photo after photo and video and photo like you need to stand out so yeah I think having your marketing strategy of like all right who am I trying to book am I trying to book photographers no so maybe I should stop like making reels about photography things because my clients aren't going to get any value from that unless you are in the education space then that is probably what you should be pushing but if you're a family photographer then be posting stuff about this is some clothes, like tips for clothing you can Exactly, wear. how to choose what you get, pose, you know, what to yeah, wear. Yeah, how to book. Or like maybe don't fake tan the day before yeah. if you're in the, you know what I yeah, mean? Like yeah. just if your having kids are really your shy, here's some games that. you can play that look good in photos, like things like that. Mm. Yeah, being very right. specific for sure. Number eight. And the final one, hire a coach. <laughs> if you really want to <laughs> fast track, your trajectory and your learning and everything you're doing and you have the income to allow it, then hire a coach. Um, it is just going to blow your mind. Basically, you don't know what you don't know. And a coach is there to guide you along the way, um, kind of fast track your um, business and just get you understanding all of the things that you never knew about a photography business. There's some things that I've found out this year that if I was just told them two years ago and showed how to do a few of these things, my mind would have been absolutely blown and the amount of time I would have saved is just incredible. So it's not in everyone's budget, but I really think that um, people don't understand the true value of it because it is honestly just mind-blowing how much I have grown since I've hired a coach and I know I will never be yeah. without a coach again. Mm. I think having someone in your corner and just pushing you and keeping you accountable is yeah. like 
freaking like I know that would help me like it's not in the budget for me at the moment but I know one day like I'm definitely going to invest in that because Mm -hmm. I need to kick up the bum like I'm just like you know if you're doing it by yourself no one's telling you to hurry up or do it better Mm -hmm. like having that coach for sure it's having someone in your corner helping guide you when you don't know what you're doing like such a great idea if you do have a lot of that stuff is kind of in the background of your business so keep in Mm -hmm. mind you will sacrifice income in these months because you are putting so much work into the back end and that takes away some of the time you could be shooting but this is a temporary sacrifice to set you up for long-term success so if you want to be in the game for a long time then there's certain things that you can be doing now to save your ass later down the line like if I hadn't set my systems up in my CRM like I did kind of three or four months ago I would be so overwhelmed and swarmed and I would not even know what I have booked. Like I have, I think I have $75,000 currently in unpaid invoices that are kind of ongoing jobs, um, coaching, future weddings. And if I had to just remember that or have it in my calendar or like on invoices I made, I would be fucked. Mm. Like, and Mm. that, that transition happens so quickly. So if you're not set up for it, it kind of snowballs and it can hit this point where you're like, I have absolutely no idea who's paid their deposit. I don't know what people have remaining. I have no idea, Mm -hmm. you know, what I have booked. Um, So once you set these things up, you can actually see long-term what you have. um, Like I can go into my analytics and see, okay, for the next 90 days, what am I making? And then I can base, you know, if I'm making enough in that time, um, I can say, okay, bookings are done. No more. And then I have more time to yep. develop again these back end to set me up for more success down the line. So it's it's all of these things that you're just not going to figure out by yourself. And if you do, it's probably going to be five years in. And knowing those early on mm. in the game is going to change your life. Um, if you yeah. don't have the budget to do these things, there are so many free resources out there. It takes a lot more kind of um, searching and reading and seeing what aligns with you and what doesn't. Um, and obviously it's not specific and tailored to your circumstances, but there is so much free information out there and just educating yourself as much as you can um, is going to be essential to your success. And just even like YouTube, like if you need to learn. 100%. YouTube, there's yeah. so much on YouTube. Like yeah. definitely if you can't afford Different a workshop podcasts. or something. Yeah. Like there's so much out there. So mm-hmm. no excuses. No excuses. None. So to summarize, a few things you can do in your early days. Oh, my mom's calling me. Hold on. Hey, mom. Get into voicemail. <laughs> um, get your mindset right. Understand it's going to be a grind, but you love this thing called photography. So it's okay. You love the grind. Um, mm-hmm. Own it. Introduce yourself as a photographer. Have that be your like embodiment. I am a photographer. Favorite scheme. <laughs> Number three, do whatever you can in the early days. Number four, be creative with how you sell your services. Number five, don't be afraid to cold call. Number six, develop a strong personal brand. Number seven, develop a marketing strategy. And number eight, hire a coach and educate yourself. You're welcome. Yeah. (laughs) Honestly, I wish I knew this when I was starting out. And the exciting thing is like there's so much still left to learn. Like I know in Mm. a few months from now, a year from now, I'm going to learn other things that I'm going to be like, oh, my God. Like, And And it excites me as well. It's so exciting. Yeah. Yeah. 
like you know when you are learning more things, you're leveling up. That's the yeah, thing. Like, exactly. There's so much that I haven't done yet that I'm so excited to do, yeah. but I'm just like, I have. Yeah. You have to be patient. Obviously, yeah. you can't just smash everything out in a day because yeah. things take time if they want going to be good quality. But like, I'm so excited to be. Yeah. Have a good CRM and like you know all this stuff yeah. that I don't yet have, but I'm so freaking excited yeah. to have that in place. So I'm just like, Amazing. just little work at it. It's like it's exciting. You should love it. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for listening, guys. I hope you found this useful. Um, Please reach out if you have any specific questions on any of these, if you need any clarification, um, if we can help you in any way. Again, I do offer mentoring if you need a little more one-on-one assistance with this kind of thing. Um, So yeah, come and and join us at Shots Fired Pod on Instagram. I'm at It's Jack Lee. I'm at Kate on Photo. And yeah, come have a chat. And if you have learned anything please reach out and tell us because we love to get feedback so we know which sort of way we should be going with this like if you want to hear more of something let us know and we'll definitely honestly the messages we get just like warm my heart so much from our it's so nice like it's so nice (laughs) yeah yeah. reach out if you are loving it so we don't have ghost followers (laughs) 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 amazing all right well thank you so much guys We hope you enjoyed this episode and we will catch you very soon. On the flip side. Okay. Bye. See you next week.